We're one episode closer to the end. I I have so many things to say about this episode, and yet I have a time crunch. I, I very curious to hear. It's it's Halloween on uh, Drag Race Halloween. Don't be back. Welcome to the RuPaul's Drag Race Recap Show for Drag Race Holland Season 1, Episode 7, titled Maxima, wait, Maxima the Rusical. My name is Joe Batanz, and I am joined, as always, by our legendary Dutch drag queen, Hilke Friesendorp. Hello, Hilke. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm good. Coming to us from... Well, I was going to say jolly old England, but is it really jolly right now? It's not the most jolly at the moment. I think um, Boris Johnson's going to announce a full-on lockdown on tomorrow, and then it's going to start on Wednesday. That's what I've heard. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're in... I'm already, Sheffield is already in tier three, so that means that like all pubs are closed unless they serve a substantial meal. So it's not that jolly, but it's all right. So good thing you got in your drag show last week, or two weeks ago. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Um, London at the time was tier two, mm-hmm. which is still allowed pubs to be open. Um, but you weren't allowed to mix households, so everyone who came was like the same part of the same household. But it was still oh. allowed. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Who's in your household? I live alone. I live alone. Oh, you do? Yes. I've always thought you had a roommate. No, no, I um, I've got my own flat. Um, because oh, I was I like, I had to move in the, middle of the, in the middle of the crisis, and I was like, on the one hand, it'd be nice to live with people when everything locks down, but also, uh-huh. what if I like end up with someone who has asthma, and like I still have to, I'm like really like limited in what I can do, um, or what if I end up with someone who's awful, and I just yeah, I'm stuck trapped. with them in the house. Yeah, yeah but then how? Oh, I always just assumed you had roommates. No. So how has that been for you then? Are you lonely? Yes. <laughs> oh, so no yeah, wonder no, you, you look forward to these shows then because you're like, oh my God, another human being to talk to. Yeah. So I I make use of all the options that are still there. So like meeting people outside, you're allowed to like mix with one, one household. If you live alone, you're mm-hmm. allowed to like pick one household to be a bubble with. Who, so who I do did you choose? Like I don't want to. Say because maybe it's multiple people. Um, maybe oh, allegedly, it's it's. I have like a couple of bubbles. Oh, okay. Oh, look at her. Um, She's poly bubble. Technically, super legal, but yeah. Um, I I like honestly, like it was such so detrimental to my mental health to just l- live alone. That like I just needed to, especially when the cases were a little bit lower. So, yeah. Yeah. But I'm still allowed to like I so I, I teach at university so that that's like a thing outside the house that's nice mm-hmm. that's still that will still go on even during lockdown mm-hmm. um, and I get ballet classes oh, okay. um, which is also a certain person it's like we have this massive hall and it's like four four of us all very far apart from each other we're like gesturing uh, doing have, all the the ballet stuff and you haven't found like a twink that you can hunker down with like you have like your like main bubble twink yeah uh, he's here right now oh wait he's there. <laughs> yeah 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 he's here for the weekend oh really where does yeah, he live yeah. manchester oh well, yeah so i had to get a train which is also not the best idea okay i hope no one like reports me to the police no one's gonna report you to the police even I though not. i will say i don't trust these afterthoughts as far as i can throw them i recently <laughs> on uh on an episode of this joe batanz i said yeah. i was talking about somebody and I said, please don't bother this person. This person's very private, okay? And I put it in the show notes. I put it in Discord. I mentioned it several times in the podcast. I'm talking to this person the other day, and he goes, um, he wasn't mad. But he goes, did you talk about me in an episode and, and this thing that happened to us? And I go, oh, yeah. He's all like, yeah, a, a, a few people wrote to me and said, oh, I heard Joe talking about an episode. I'm like, I, I'm like, what is wrong with people? What is wrong with them? Why would they go to him and say, Joe was talking about you on an episode? So actually, you might be arrested soon. Is what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Hopefully not. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, you know, like I said, I have very limited time. So actually, let's just jump into this episode. I'm not going to... Yeah. 
We're doing it early on Halloween because I had something to do on Halloween, but then that changed because people talk, you know, people report, they're telling people. Um, so I had to wake up early. I have to watch these episodes twice, but I did take very extensive notes. I'm like, it's my, it's a, did I do this last week too? I think I like doing it on my iPad. Back I think then. so. Yeah. Yeah. So we're just going to go through each one. But before we do, okay, I'm, I'm going to do it not off the top of my head. We're going to do really basics. There was a mini challenge. It was puppets. Yes. The maxi challenge was Maxima the Rusical about the queen. She's the current queen or no? Yeah, she is. She's okay. the current queen too. Okay. Yeah. About the queen of Holland, Maxima. Okay. And uh, it was a Rusical. And then they had to do three looks. The theme was red, white, and blue. Even though I would think one would be red, one would be white, one would be blue, but it just seemed to be red, white, and blue across the board. <laughs> yeah. Everything looked the same. And those aren't the colors of Holland, right? Or are they? Yeah, they are. They're, they're oh. the flag. They're the flag, yeah. Oh, okay, so it's not, not the American red, white, and blue, the, the Dutch red, white, and blue. Okay? Yeah, that's right. And then uh, it got confusing because in the musical, which we will talk – let me give you a preview. Okay, let me just say this. So then there was, you know, Janie Jacquet won the whole challenge, and Envy Peru made it to the finale, and then the bottom two were Abby versus Mama Queen, and nobody went home. It's the final four going to the finale. Okay. Before I ask you two things you liked about the episode and one thing you didn't, I, and this is going to, we're going to go into great detail, but then during, this is probably the, the longest segment will be the Maxima the Brusical thing. Mm-hmm. I saw this musical, okay, the musical, and I was like, a lot of this is crazy. Now, granted, I just went to Wikipedia, but nothing in her Wikipedia article corresponds with anything I saw in the musical. <laughs> so I guess my so, first question to you, yeah. and we'll get into it, my first question, okay, we'll get into it, and it's a one-word answer, yes or no, or kind of, okay? You can do just a one-word answer. Okay. How, uh, was this musical reflecting real life, or was it purely fiction? Partly. Okay. Partly, I think. Yeah. All right. She she used to be a big party party animal, but I don't think she's running for president anytime soon. Yeah, 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 yeah. I have a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. So, um, because I guess what I was saying, I was sort of surprised that it was so brutal towards her, when from what I've read in Wikipedia, she's super pro-gay rights. She's lovely. Everyone loves her. Yeah. Do, so is it like, is it something that I wasn't getting that this was a set with a sense of humor? Cause they were essentially calling a money, like a, a power grabbing whore. <laughs> yeah. So I think that was my main thought about this episode was there's literally a law, like it is Dutch law that you cannot insult anyone who's part of the royal family you cannot okay. you're not allowed this is in i think it might even be in the constitution you're not allowed to insult yeah 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 uh-huh. the royal family and they just did not care they did not care they were calling the king ugly they and a were... fool and clumsy yeah yeah well he is he is i'm abroad i can say this he yeah is yeah yeah ugly and clumsy <laughs> but um which is funny which is funny because the person they hired to play him is this fucking gorgeous twink was playing the king. Yeah, they should have they should have hired Ginger Minch again like yeah. they did with Trump. Yeah. Yeah, it was I was like I they didn't cuz the twink I was trying to find him in the other dance things and cuz that wasn't his real hair, Avi, but like I wanted to see what he looked like without that wig and he wasn't anywhere else. He just played the king. Yeah. Um Okay, well let's 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 break. But what were the two things like about the episode, and one thing you didn't? Oh yeah, I liked the musical. I thought it was really bizarre, mm-hmm. but I really enjoyed it as well. It was such a like roller coaster that like it was fun to watch it. Um, um, yeah. What did you did you did it make sense to you what was happening? Well, I could follow along. It, it seems like they essentially took the plot of Avita, to be honest with you, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, it. I mean, I could follow the story. I just didn't know how true it was. I found it bizarre yeah. that they would do this, you know, yeah. because it was – I wonder here if – I mean, I know – to me, Trump is a different thing because he's such a horrible monster. But I've never heard you guys say anything like that Maxim was a horrible monster on the show. Like, I feel like that RuPaul 
the the regular show wouldn't do this about another besides Trump. They wouldn't really do. I mean, it was very very strange. It was very very. Strange. I think. I think Maxima the Rusical was harsher on Ma- on Maxima than Trump the Rusical was on Trump. You could be right. I'm trying to remember Trump the Rusical. Yeah, because, but I will say this to to go with what you were saying. I actually liked the music. I thought the music was for the most part. I thought that the songs were good. Like in other words, on the whole, forget whether it's true or not. On the whole, I thought it was a really good musical. Like, the girls did a really good job across the board. The choreography was good. It was on point. I could follow the story. The songs were decent. Um, yeah, I thought it was well done overall. I just didn't understand. It was like, this is a very strange thing that they're saying this. Not even, like, we don't have those kinds of laws here in the U.S. Trump would like us to, but <laughs> we don't have those kinds of laws here in the U.S. So, but it was still very, very strange to me that they were like, oh, we're going to pay homage to this person. And it's, Every song was horrible about what a backstabbing, conniving, and I and if, does she want to go to the U.S.? I've seen no indication and anyway, nope. what was that no, about? Nothing. It was, was. This is why I'm like, I can't, I wonder if to me it was hard to follow. Like maybe it was harder to follow for me than it was for you because that's so out of character for her. Like that doesn't mm-hmm. make any sense that she would want to run for president. It came out of nowhere. Um, bizarre. I have no idea. Which no is idea. funny I guess because, a... speaking of laws, she couldn't be president. Yeah. You have to have been born a United States citizen to become president. Um, yeah. So, it, it, I don't but I mean, I'm not expecting people in Holland to know that. But, yeah. uh, but it was just... It was a very, very strange thing. But we'll talk about it when we get there. So let's actually yeah. get to the episode. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, apart from a few key moments, there's not much to say. They really do focus on the rusical and the looks and stuff. But after Chelsea's elimination, uh, Janie comes in and she's like, hey, guys, I just killed that lip sync. Right? Come on, give me praise. And then there's, there's some – they ripe off Chelsea Boy's message. That's the whole thing. Uh, the next day – there's a talk around the about around the workroom about who's going to go home. You know, oh, we're, we're almost at the finale, and in two different confessionals, Janie talks about how she wants Abby to go home because fucking her time to leave, which I think everybody agrees with. And Abby says like, "I want to see her in the finale and get my revenge." And I'm like, "Does she know? Does she watch herself in this competition?" So bizarre. But apparently, the like the producers are on board with this. Because, like, why else would she stay? Like, oh, Because it's that, it, I'm going to call it the Pearl Rule, where it's like, we're going to push this mediocre person all the way to the end because they're hot as a boy. I mean, I, look, I've said this, and I'm not, I've made no secret about it. I think Abby, as a boy, is the cutest boy that's ever been on Drag Race, right? She's adorable <laughs> as a boy, right? But even I'm like, bitch, you should have been home four episodes ago. What is going on? And for some reason, she's taking this... As like a sign that she's the best because she's I'm not like if I'd lip sync three times, well now she's lip sync four, I would be like yeah, yeah. I'm horrible at this show oh my god the the axe is about to drop, I think she's going to the finale thinking like I can fucking win this thing, and I'm like, <laughs> but on the reverse yeah. side on the reverse side, and we'll get to this later, Envy is so mad that Mama said her name I'm like. Bitch, you've won like four challenges. <laughs> like, yeah, what are you worried about? What are you worried about? Say my name all you want, right? Of course, you would say my name. I'm a threat to, but like, it's like mad, like shook that she said her name. <laughs> but uh, we're gonna get to that because I, I don't yeah. want I don't want to tip my hand because I have a lot of things to say about that part too. Um, okay, any thoughts about uh, them talking shit on each other? No, I think I think it's fun that Abby's so like tenacious. And like it's just still like yes, I'm gonna I'm gonna win this. I think that's fun. I don't think okay. I don't enjoy watching it, but I think it's cool for her. Let's get to the mini challenge because I have a bunch of weird comments here. It's puppets. They had to do the puppet challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Why was there no pit crew? Why was there no glory hole? Yeah, there was no glory hole, no pit crew. Uh. It was very, very strange. I mean, it, the the glory hole thing is not a hard piece to build. It's literally a wall with a hole in it. Like I was, wor- <laughs> yeah. 
I was wondering, like, was that too dirty? Were they like, oh, that's too dirty for us to put that on TV? But then think- also, literally ten minutes later, we see the king getting an erection. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that the the pit crew thing could have been maybe there was maybe at that time they were locking down Holland and they were trying to like not have as many people? I don't know. No. No, because uh, this was filmed over summer, and over summer everything stayed the same. Oh, really? Oh, it was, quite, it was quite relaxed. Yeah. So I'm wondering why there was no pit crew that day. What a strange! I've never seen them like, man, the pit crew's not here, and you're like, what? <laughs> but also, like, they actually fully pointed it out as well. Yeah. Bizarre. Yeah, because they maybe didn't... they wouldn't. Yeah, go ahead. Maybe they would have not said anything about it, but there was like this funny moment where. Janie said something about Fred being like as attractive as the pit crew and they left it in and that's maybe why they're like do you know what I mean? Oh, I see what you're saying. Mid. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Maybe. That's like that's not a bad idea. Um because they could have just had the puppets there and then have them covered with like a cloth that they would have had on set and then taken it off and you wouldn't need to think about, yeah. to think about the pit crew. It was I don't know, yeah. a lot of strange choices. Okay, so now let me tell you the assignments. Envy Peru got Mama Queen. Mama got uh, Abby OMG. Abby got Janie Decay. And Janie got Envy Peru. They, they have 20 minutes, I think, to, to drag up their puppets. Okay? Yeah. I have a couple of things. On a second watch, I noticed this. On a second watch, I noticed that... Abby's puppet was dark, but Envy's was not. Yeah. Which is funny because to me, Envy and Abby are the same color. Okay. okay. And then two, and now this would never fly in the fucking US. A producer would have fucking jumped in and said no. But when um, uh, Janie had Envy's puppet, she's like, oh, I got to make this darker. I got to color it. And she colored. So what's it? Yeah. What was the subtitle? It just said, oh, I gotta make this mustard like you, or something like that. Oh, okay. So I think it might be okay-ish, because it was like, oh, your makeup is like... The shade of your makeup is very yellowish. Oh, okay. Rather than, like, it's really dark. Which, it's not, I, I don't know. That's I maybe still think, so not I still good. think for appearances, they would have been like, no. In the US... It yeah, it would have never... Yeah, it would it would be left out funny. Yeah, no. Yeah. Did you know there's like a massive cultural um, um, there's a cult like the main culture war in the Netherlands is about uh, a blackface thing. Oh, really? So then, yeah, yeah. So why do you think the the? I mean, it was even if the intentions were good. Like for instance, um, that came up with I want to say Fief when I think we're doing All Stars two right now or something, and I want to say. Maybe something like that came up with like Fifi or something like that, and I was like, even now I don't think that would fly. It was something bizarre. I don't remember what it was, but like, yeah, that just that shit would. People are very sensitive to it here, and and I would imagine they'd be sensitive to it there, but like it's just like a weird thing. Yeah, um, the Netherlands don't have the same like history with blackface. Oh, I and see. whatever history there is is yeah, much more recent. Yeah, there is like so like the Dutch Santa Claus yeah. has like. Not elf helpers, but oh, I basically know racial stereotypes. Yeah, doesn't he have like um, that, slaves that go with him and he beats them or something? Or like, so the way that it's presented to kids now, it's just like his friends basically oh, okay. or his team. Okay, um, but they are all like complete like blackface stereotypes, and yeah. it's only been like the last four or five years where slowly, slowly, public opinion is changing on it. Where people are like, we need to change that. Yeah. So like the yeah. But there's all like this, like there's like people fully like physically fighting about this and like protesting on roads to make sure that like the blackface character can still stay around and stuff. Why are people so attached? It's really to this? intense. It's it's I, I know exactly, but yeah. like why are people so intense about that? But let's get back to the yeah. puppet thing. So Envy does Mama Queen. Uh, what were your thoughts on that puppet per- performance as Mama? Oh, that was really good. That was really the the funnier one, right? 
where she like I'm a conceptual queen. Yeah, yeah, that was actually pretty. That funny. was good. Yeah, that made that made laugh. Going back to I, I don't know if it would fly or not. I think they might be more sensitive here on the show too about making fun of her yellow teeth. That would be a tricky one. Yeah, would that be a sensitive thing in, in the states? That's what I'm saying. I'm not sure it could be. I know the American stereotype is that everyone like bleaches their teeth and stuff like that, and so Americans have super white teeth. Um, mm-hmm. But um, yeah, that's, that's why, but that's why I think they might be sensitive. People like, <gasps> like, they're gonna be like <laughs> you're saying someone has. Can you imagine teeth. having not completely white teeth? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so um, yeah, but it was the funniest one. Next, we had Mama Queen as Abby. Omg, um, I didn't. A lot of the other ones I didn't really get. Some of, some of them might not be their fault. We'll get to that in a second. But what did you think about Mama as Abby o- OMG? I don't think there was much to get. I think it was really bad, not very funny, and awful. Yeah. The, the one thing, next one is Abby does Janie Jacquet. This is one of the things that it's not Abby's fault. I think it's an editing problem. I happen to know, I don't know if it's because of you or somebody else, that uh, Janie and Sergene have a podcast together, right? Maybe. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, somebody told me, and I guess it's based out of Mykonos, right? And so I guess we don't know this, but Janie's been talking about Mykonos the whole time. And maybe she lives there. Yeah. I don't know. Does she live there? I think yeah, I think she has a show there over summer together oh, with okay. Jean. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was, yeah. Oh, okay. So, but they make a joke about it, but like we've never seen on the show, we've never seen Janie J.K. talk about Mykonos at all. Is that even, I don't even know the word has come out of her mouth. Yeah, I well, I knew about it and I didn't find it funny. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah. So I don't, I don't, I think it's not just uh, anything. I think it's also just she just didn't bring. Well, it Abby to way. me was the worst. Hers was the worst. Yeah, by far. Yeah, I put D plus. And then Janie Jacquet with Envy Peru. I was like, man. Yeah, I was wondering whether that would that would translate because I think the way that it was funny was mostly because it was like the same voice and the same sort of mannerisms and the same way she talks. Oh, okay. But maybe that doesn't really like translate through. Um, oh, so you like Janie's. I thought that was like the second best one. Definitely. Oh, interesting. Okay. Very good. Yeah. Uh, the Queens voted Envy one. I had no problem with that. Uh, all right. Now we go to the workroom. They get their maxi challenge. It's Maxima the Rusical. They start assigning roles. Envy decides. Inst- now I could be wrong because the translation was not wrong, but it was not worded really well. But mm-hmm. I got the impression that Envy is saying instead of going with tactics, because if I wanted to really fuck things up, I'm going to put Mama here, blah, blah, blah. I want to put on a good show, so I'm going to do where they would be best. And I've already done this, and blah, 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 blah. And did that, am I wrong here? Is that what she was pretty much saying? Yeah, that's what she was saying. Yeah, definitely. Because, again, I guess she's. That, go ahead. She's threatened to be tactical first, which that was really bizarrely translated. That didn't come across. She says at a certain point, she says, Oh, I could play this tactically. And it's yeah. translated as, I could play this as the fiance, yeah. which we don't actually know about this yet. It was really bizarre. Yeah, yeah, really yeah, yeah. Translated. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was very, very strange. Well, also, just the, just the uh, construction of the sentences, it almost seems like what they did. I could be wrong. You're the linguist. And you'd have to go back and probably see it, but it seemed like almost at that point it was like a direct translation because it came off like really awkward in English. Like it wasn't the most. It's worse. It's worse than that. It's, it was not directly translated. It's even, (laughs) it's like literally like sentences that work in the same way in English were translated as different sentences that were constructed differently. Oh. Um, as a linguist, are you watching this going like, what? Yeah, I'm not even yeah, joking. That's exactly what I'm, I'm not even joking. We should find a way to co- p- connect you with Wow and say, like, I'm a linguist. Can I please do your translations for you? Yeah, well, I mean, they could just hire an actual translator who knows how to do this. Because <laughs> yeah. it, I, it just feels like someone did this in their free time. You know, or like, I'm going to tell like, you something. Yeah. I'm tell you. Based on what I know about Wow. That's exactly what it was, was there was like a secretary at probably the production office and they were like, I speak really good English. I lived in the United States for a year. Like, all right, you got the job. <laughs> like, yeah, we'll pay you a hundred dollars. No, that's a, that's a totally thing. But also because Dutch people are so proud of their English, like Jane J.K. Constantly. Yeah. This, this episode, half of the words she was saying were English, right? Yeah. Like half of the things. She, I don't know. I will people say her English so is proud really of good. like, sorry. Her English is really good. 
It is. It really is. But people are so proud of it that, like, I think anyone in the sort of Dutch office would be like, oh, yeah, I can totally translate this for you. Yeah. Like, this is fine. Yeah. Yeah. But I think there's also, and you would know this, there's a difference between spoken English and written English. And I think that's the problem. Yeah. You know, actually, my cousin Richard, I don't know if you know this, I have a gay cousin named Richard. He's a week younger than me and gay. A long time ago, he dated a guy who... um was going to school, he was a native Spanish speaker and English speaker, but he was going to school to get his, like, advanced degree in to be a translator. Now, this is particular to Spanish. I wonder if, I don't know if the same thing happens with Dutch, but, like, he was telling me about how difficult it is because not only, it's not just I'm translating for you, but for the very reasons I told you, there's a difference between spoken English and written English, but also in Spanish is there are different dialects, if you can imagine, all over the world, and he has to be comfortable with all the dialects and the different, they might have like, there might be 10 different words in the world for cheese or with certain kind of cheese, and he has to know those, and not only that, know those because he wanted to be a court translator to the point where he, they go through his brain, they instantly come out correctly. And so he was talking about how difficult it is. And so I imagine that, you know, in written English, it's just so much different as a linguist now, not as a drag race expert. Don't you imagine that there is a big difference between, like, translating to written English as opposed to speaking it? Um, I'm not sure. I think it might be slightly easier. They might just be still quite bad at it. Um. I'm not sure. I'm well, uh, in in some ways subtitles are kind of spoken English, aren't they? They because are, it is... but I would I would argue that the art to it is that in spoken English we can rely on body language and inflection, or even that's in all languages in spoken language. Whereas writing has to be more clear and has to be strive for clarity, you know. And and I think this is a case right here where that that failed. Where, but you're saying even the translation was bad. I think you, I, so I think th- there is an extra challenge because just translating a joke is hard enough in itself. But then if you don't have the intonation for the joke to like set it all up, that makes it even harder. And with drag race, obviously, it's super important that things are funny. But that's um, what's weird. This is why they should invest in it. I will say the guy that does Drag Race Thailand, whenever there is some sort of cultural difference or reference or joke. He puts another sub like a like a note at the top saying, "This is a joke. This is what it means." You yeah. know, so you kind of get it. Um, all right, let's move on to the choreography again. Like I said, apart from the actual challenges themselves, there's not really much to say. They have a choreography, but the choreography seemed fine. Uh, I mean, I will agree with the girls. The what was it, Fred? No, no, Frank was really fucking hot. Yeah. And uh, they were all thirsty for Frank, but they all seem to be getting the steps. Unless I missed something here, they uh, they were they would watch the other girls and go like, "Oh my god, those steps look hard!" But they would seem that like they were getting them fine. And there really isn't much drama here either. They were t- they were both thirsty for Frank. They were all thirsty for Frank. And talking about the steps, they were all complimenting each other. They were like, "Oh, yeah. she's doing really well. Oh, yeah. she's doing really well too. Wow, look at that." Yeah, the closest oh. was they were making fun of Mama Queen's uh, Queen Wave. Yeah. But who cares? No one cares. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. But now we can get here. Uh, elimination Day. The girls talk about how um, they need to be on top of their game. And then and Janie talks about how her injections are starting to fade now. because. Oh, and then Abby loves to lip sync. Actually, there's nothing here on Elimination Day. Um, did I miss anything yeah. here? No. Yeah. That was it. Okay, so now we're going to get to the meat and potatoes of this thing. Ma- Maxima the Rusical. First of all, you know, we, we see Fred come out on the main stage. Looks fantastic. What the fuck was going on with our friend, uh, Nikki Plesson? <laughs> it looked like what? someone woke up and said, Nikki, you're supposed to be on set in five minutes. And she was like, ah! And, like, just put a, like, what the fuck was going That was a wig, right? She didn't do that to her hair. <laughs> I don't know. I liked it. Oh, you did? I like it. I don't know. Yeah, I think I liked it. <laughs> this is, I, Taylor's never going to listen to this, but like Taylor would say she looked like Crystal Bernard from the 90s in an episode of Wings. That makes no sense to anybody except for okay. Taylor, who told me he's not going to listen to this show because he doesn't want to – not because of the show. He doesn't want to watch Drag Race Holland because he doesn't want to read words or something like that. Okay. Yeah. Um, but anyway, so we go into Maxim of the Rusical. Scene one 
is with Abby OMG, and it's called The Party Girl. And it, it seems to reflect the Maxima's life when she was growing up in Argentina. Now, the sense I got from this scene was that she didn't care about anything but partying and drinking and that she had rich parents and then one day her parents cut her off and so she needed to figure out something to do because her parents cut her off. Correct? Yeah. Now, according to Wikipedia, before you tell me to weigh in here, according to Wikipedia, of course they're not going to mention her partying and her this, but it did seem like she had a, a couple of pretty, like, I wouldn't say prestigious, but she worked and she, I know she was a teacher for a while, but she also worked, seemed to work in finance, I think, in some kind of way or something like that. Like, she she had a career. Tell me what you know. Yeah, so I'm, I know, I think she was successful in some sort of ways. I do know that there's big rumors that she used to be a massive party girl. So this okay. part of the, the storyline is rooted in reality, definitely. Of the, um, of the rumors. Yeah, well... I think it's sort of general knowledge that she used to be like, I think that's how they met. Just okay. that, like some like big rich people party. Yeah. But what I'm saying though, is the implication, who cares about the party and party? The implication though, is that she only knows how to party and isn't successful in any other way. She needs, in other words, now that she's done sucking off the financial teat of her parents, she needs to find some other source of income. And that's why she's going to prey on a rich man maybe a king or something like that but from what i saw that got, this is only going off wikipedia i have no information other than wikipedia right mm-hmm. it does seem like she had a career and she could still be like that but i guess the part that i find kind of weird is that they make it seem like she doesn't have any other skills you know and so it seemed like yeah. she was working she could still be a money a money hungry horrible human being and be like that you know and be uh, opportunistic and transactional but what i'm saying is does it mean that she had no other skills i guess um, i don't know would you like if you like if you were making a musical would you include a line about how she was a very successful banking person i, just, I don't, I don't I'm, not, I'm not necessarily saying that but i don't know if i would necessarily say let me see here <laughs> She worked for this bank from 1992 to 1995. She worked in the sales department of Boston Securities in Buenos Aires, where she conducted research on software for the financial markets. From 96 to 98, she worked for HSBC, which is a bank in New York City, where she became vice president of institutional sales for Latin America. And then until 1999, she was vice president of the Emerging Markets Division of Dresdner Kleinwort Benson. And then from May to 2000 to 2001, she worked for Deutsche Bank in, Bru- in Brussels. And then she also taught English and math to high school students and freshmen. I guess what I'm saying is, I I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it's misogynistic, but it seems to be a very anti-feminist point of view to say like, oh no, she's just a party-going slut who only wants to find the next thing. She has no career <laughs> of her own. And I'm like, no, she no. Again, I'm not saying she yeah. isn't. We don't know. I don't know anything about her, but like she did have a career. She wasn't just like, let me do coke in the bathroom. Oh, mom and dad cut me <laughs> off. Let me find somebody else. Yeah. No. T- totally. Totally. No. It's it's crazy. But the entire the entire musical is just such a bizarre, intense mm-hmm. insult to this woman. <laughs> like, yeah. It's so intense. Yeah. Okay. So then next is the temptress. This is Janie Decay. This is where she tries to get. Uh, she meets, they don't describe a meeting. She just is dating him and she wants to get, uh, what's the name of your king? Willem Alexander. Okay, so Willem Alexander. Uh, now here, they say she, she says she didn't know that he was a, now this is what she's claiming. This could be total bullshit. That he just said his name was Alexander and she didn't know he was a prince. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. That could, I don't know. She there's a there was like a bit in this skit that is the wildest bit out of all of this. Okay, go ahead. Which is Fred calls her dad an important like some sort of important guy. I don't know what, but at least she's like very general, like oh yeah, he's just like important something like that. Yeah. The the dad was a part of the government when it was a dictatorship. Oh really? And he wasn't invited to the the wedding between Waxman and uh, Will Alexander. Because oh. he was a part of a dictatorship. 
and they just completely gloss over it. The one main thing that you could actually be so critical of. Yeah. Like, oh no, he's just like some guy. He was just really important. Yeah, but and they don't mind calling his daughter a whore and a like like an (laughs) opportunist and that. But like, we don't want to say anything bad about the dad, which again goes with just sort of like a misogynistic thing where like they're not going to say anything bad about men. Well, no, I guess Will Alexander call him clumsy and lazy and stupid and stuff like that. But like, um. Okay, so yeah, but is there a rumor that she didn't, she only married him for the power and the money and the fame? Maybe, I've not really heard it. Maybe some people were like, oh, yeah, look at this, sort of like an extension of like, look at this party girl, Mm -hmm. something like landing her. Because also she's very attractive. She's very pretty. Like, she's gorgeous. And the king, as they sing about in the musical, is not very attractive. I'm going to look at this picture of him bigger. He's not ugly, though. I mean, he made a good picture of him, but... He's no Prince Harry, let's just say. Yeah. Well, who is? Yeah. Um, but, uh, okay. So, but is there has anything come out, like, that, like... But let me ask you this. Up until scenes one and scene... So scene one, you had heard that she was a party girl. That's sort of the rumor and the gossip. Have you heard any rumor or gossip that she was, like, tricking it all... The the impression is that she's like Willem Alexander's like unwittingly like falling into her trap that she has set for him and she's forcing him to, have you ever heard any rumors like that? No, or? no nothing of the kind. Yeah. No. This <laughs> this is where it really starts like everything starts to sort of like go further and further away from maybe not maybe it is true, I don't know, but it's definitely not part of like a bigger cultural knowledge where everyone's like, Oh, clearly Maxima forced him to get married, whatever. That's no one thinks that. And okay, then there's the part with Envy Peru of the fiance. What happens there? Is it, I think they just kind of recount just what happened, right? There's not. We don't really learn anything about her yeah. there, do we? No, but she gets she gets married, right? And it's like Jane Jake. Yeah, yeah, she gets married. And the queens come back, and, she, and it's sort of like she's just telling you factually what happened. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's just like this happened, then yeah. it happened, then it happened. Because, but then, there is the, yeah. Go yeah. ahead. There is a, 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 a really iconic moment in the episode that uh-huh. is. When she gets married, they're, like, spraying the water on her face, right? Oh, yeah, 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 uh-huh. She's like, oh, she's, like, pretending to tear up, whatever. Yeah. Also, clearly, not in any, no one ever thinks that, because... So, the thing that happened is, when she gets married, mm-hmm. some, like, Argentinian accordion player was invited to play at the wedding. Okay. Like, some, I think, Ar- Argentinian song. And, she, like, she has this really, like, intense, beautiful tear, like, going down her cheek. Yeah. As she's listening to the song, it's, it's actually really like nice and emotional. And also, her dad's not there, uh-huh, so yeah. she's like missing Argent- Argentina. Yeah. And it's like a really iconic moment. Like everyone knows about second of February two thousand and two, they get married, and she has the little tear. Yeah. Um. So they're just like, oh yeah, it's all fake. Again, not really tapping into any sort of cultural jokes or like yeah. so it's just bizarre. It's so bizarre. It's it's super. It's, but I loved it. That's yeah. <laughs> And then we move on. Now, this is the part where it really goes off the rails for me next. Is Mama <laughs> Queen, and this is called The Queen. And now, this is why I had a lot of questions. And this actually, this scene is what made me think to, to go to Wikipedia. I was like, did she leave her husband and move to the U.S. and try and start a career in the U.S.? Because that's the, the implication. Like, are they talking about the what is going on in this scene? Tell me what's going on in this. Maybe I missed something here. No, you did not miss a single thing. It's the most crazy, bizarre thing. Like it makes no sense. It has no bearing in reality. None of it makes sense. Not even like, oh, I want to be more powerful because the king isn't even p- powerful. Like the king is like not entirely ceremonial, but like it can't really do anything in terms of politics. Yeah. Um. Yeah. There's. <laughs> it's it's almost purely ceremonial so so the only thing that she could if she was actually power hungry yeah she that's not the right job she should she should have stayed in like some big bank (laughs) yeah like it 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 is a very very strange but maybe you know you were saying that there's a law of making fun of the royal family but i'm wondering if there's some sort of weird out if you are so ridiculous that it's obviously parody you know like I, so, I, go ahead. It's not. I don't think it's actually. No one's actually getting um, prosecuted for it. 
So it's like it's almost a bit like so antiquated that like no yeah. judge would actually like the um, no attorney general is that what you call mm-hmm. it would yeah. actually like take a case to be like oh this person insulted. But what I'm saying, though, what I'm saying, because I know in England, for instance, because this has come up in the U.S., um, on there's a show on HBO, I don't know if you guys get it in England, about with John Oliver, who's British, strangely, uh, where he makes fun of politics and stuff like that. But there have been times where he makes wants to make fun of British politics, and he talks about how in England there's a law that you can't make a fun of um, people in Parliament. You can't show clips from Parliament and make fun of the people in them. Right or something like that. So he's talking about oh, really? yeah. In England, they couldn't show this. So in, uh, he's all in England. We're going to show this instead, right? And they show like ducks walking or something like that. But he makes fun of it in the U.S. because there's no law like that in the U.S. And so, um, uh, so they just. But what I'm saying is maybe to cover their bases, just in terms of anything, they're like, look, this is so silly that no one, would, everyone would know this isn't true because it's so crazy, like. It's so we're obviously being funny. <laughs> yeah, I think that would help. That would work for the last scene, but yeah, everything before it, where it's like, oh, what can I? Why am I feeling in the king's pants? Uh, yeah, exactly. Is that an erection? <laughs> yeah, you know that is a fun. That isn't the fiance scene that we said. There's not much to say there. Like that, I would see that even if it's true or not. Like it cause doesn't she get on her knees at one point and stuff like that? And it's just like, oh wow, this is really going there isn't it like it's yeah. so insane completely bizarre i don't i don't know how that got through anything i don't know i thought it was fun definitely oh yeah no i know but... like i said it, i actually don't have problems with the rusical itself and in fact i don't really have any strong i thought all the girls were fantastic in it like i don't really mm-hmm. have any notes on any of them i thought the abby did i think and to be honest with you the person who should get credit is Envy did a great job casting it. I think she cast it exactly the way it should have been cast. Like, I, do you have any notes yeah. on the girls' performances themselves? I thought Abby was really good. That was fun to see because she was really in her element. Yeah, I think that was. I think on the basis of this episode, I would have probably kept Abby rather than uh, Mama Queen, just because her performance was actually kind of fun. Yeah, okay. and we'll get into listing there. But yeah, yeah. Uh, then we have the look, this red, white, and blue, the three looks are swimwear, cocktail dress, and evening gown. Did you have any, you know, all the looks are in Discord. I don't know yeah. if you're, uh, there. Yes. But, um, I think in the Discord there, all the pictures are there, uh, from the looks. Uh, did you have any big thoughts on the looks? I thought everyone looked okay most of the time. I thought Janie really stood out as, like, the prettiest one. I think her makeup looked gorgeous, especially when she came out with them. The first look, the beach look, she had the towel on her head and she like Mm -hmm. took it off and her hair was like all gorgeous and like, yeah, she had that little towel with her own face on it. I thought that was Mm -hmm. really cute. I I thought Janie looked great, but everyone else looked okay. Mm -hmm. Did you have any, I know you don't like the looks, but no, I thought I hate the looks. You know, to be honest with you, I thought they all looked great. I mean, I remember I was trying to look for, um, uh, hold on for a second. Flavio Heels says it doesn't. No, Wow did some. I don't know why I'm addressing Flavio Heels right now. Uh, no. Anyway, um, I was, I was, I was going to get into a conversation with the, with Flavio in the chat room. Okay. Um, I'm looking at the looks again. Like maybe I might. To be honest with you, going based on what you said, if I was going to like send someone home for looks, it probably would be Mama Queen. But yeah, they were still fine by my standards. So I thought they did. I think they all did a good job. I think. They, I think I could. What's funny is, <laughs> judging by the performances in this episode, and actually, let's kind of get through because I have to get out of here by the ten. Is and we're going to talk about it though. But um, uh, but let's talk about this now. Based on the performances in the episodes, yes, keep both Abby and Mama Queen. They were fine. But that lip sync was horrible. Both of them were horrible. I would have said, I would have both, uh, sashayed them both. I mean, like, get the fuck out of here. I would have been, I would have pulled, uh, uh, Layla McQueen and, um, Dax exclamation point and said, get the fuck off. You disrespect this fucking song. Get the fuck off my stage, both of you guys. I don't want to see your face. I'm embarrassed. 
right? It was awful. I have a theory, yeah. which is they had a double Shantae ready the entire season, but none of the lip syncs were good enough to do a double Shantae. Yeah. But they had a final episode planned for four people. Yeah, that's exactly what it was. And they just had nothing left. And then this was the worst lip sync of the entire season, possibly. And they still had to, like, in some sort of way, make it about, like, oh, this is brilliant. You're yeah, both no, it saying. Was, it was awful. It was awful. I was like, I was looking at both of them like, and it's also not, well, you're saying everyone prides themselves on their English, but like their lip syncing itself wasn't bad, but like they weren't capturing the energy of the song at all. It was like almost yeah. like they were just singing a ballad. It was so bizarre. And then they didn't move. Why did they not move? I don't understand. They didn't move at all. They didn't move at all. I think, I don't know. It, it, it was crazy, but, but you know, so, but you know, before that though, on the main stage, Fred asks who should go home, and I'm going to buzz through what everybody says. Envy says yeah. Abby should go home. Mama Queen goes on a limb and says Envy should go home because she's friends with the other two girls. Abby pusses out weirdly. I thought she would have said Janie and says no one should go home. And then Janie says Abby should go home. Okay. Yeah. Before I say anything, what do you, what were your thoughts on that? I thought it was strange that Abby managed to just actually get herself out of that situation. Like, I don't understand why they didn't push her more to actually say something. Yeah, Rue would have been like, bitch, because I think people, I think someone's done that, right? And Rue's like, don't fucking do this shit. No. Name somebody. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was strange that Mama said, um, Envy. Mm -hmm. Also really rude to be like, oh yeah, I'm friends with the other two people here and not with you. Like, that is actually a horrible thing to say. Yeah. It is a horrible thing to say, but like I, I, if I were Envy, I'd be like, meh. I know I'm going to the finale. There's no way that I've won so many times. I, I don't think Envy's ever been in the bottom, right? No, she hasn't. I've never been in the bottom. I've won so many times. I'm going to the finale. So like, I may or may not win, but I'm going to go to the finale. Uh, I actually think if Envy hadn't have won so much, she probably would have won again. Like, cause she put this thing together. She was great. No, well, she was the worst in the challenge, though. Like, she oh, was doing all the so? thing with her hands. It was boring. She wasn't... Do- like, she was constantly... Her hands were constantly moving, and it was just not exciting anymore at a certain point. Um, do you know what I mean? Yeah, all right. Um, now, I will say... So, there is a part during Maxima the Rusical where um, Janie and her scene makes a, a... Well, the character makes a joke about blowing the king. <laughs> Okay, <laughs> and they show yeah. Fred have this look like, oh my god! And I remember at the time I was watching it, thinking, "You wrote this, you would know, right?" But I think this is an editing thing because later in the in the backstage, um, Mama says that when she said Envy's name, that Fred had a shocked look on his face. And they show a clip, and Fred's look was not shocked at all. And I go, oh, I think yeah. they moved it. I think Maybe. that was Fred's response to her naming Envy. Uh, because they showed, then they, they cut to Fred, and Fred's just like, <laughs> and I'm like, that's not yeah. shocked at all. What are you talking about? Right? And then also, why would Fred be shocked by that line? Like, that would, like, yeah. it's a pre recorded line. Like it was I I read it as um, she wasn't necessarily shocked at that, but like she was really impressed with like how she was uh, doing the tango. But maybe wait, are you talking about the, the, during the scene? During the like the actual like during the musical when Fred goes, <gasps> I'm no, wondering I'll, if I'll, I was. I'll, I thought maybe it was because the dancing was so good. I'll send you the timestamp. Uh, maybe we're talking okay. about two different moments, but uh, no, there's a timestamp when she's like she talks about she's gonna bend down and the queen in front of the king or something like that. and they show Fred like have this like <gasps> like look on his face and you're like I remember thinking like that what? you didn't know what I, have to, I have to admit it, it was very intense and I did have moments where I was like this is too much you yeah but what I'm saying is Fred do, knows what's why coming why are you saying this about the queen? yeah no yeah. I know but Fred knows what's coming like <laughs> that's the part I'm saying uh, yeah. and then so backstage Envy's mad about being named like bitch calm down but then here's one thing that's so funny Everyone's mad because Mama said envy, and they're so shocked. Like, how could you say envy, right? And then, literally, the next breath, like, okay, we're done with that. 
Abby, how could you say no one? And you're, <laughs> Name somebody. Yeah. And you're like, what are you talking? You just got mad right now for. I think they wanted Abby to say herself. I think yeah. they wanted Abby to say, I quit. I think she kind of, in a way, said herself by not saying anything. True. You're not. You're not wrong there. Uh, okay, and then as we saw, Jane J.K. wins, Envy is safe, the bottom two are Abby and Mama Queen, um, the lip sync, um, was Kelly Clarkson's stronger, we said they were both awful, but they were both, but no one was eliminated, um, in the final moments here, Hilka, any final thoughts on the episode? I thought that final split by Mama Queen was very fun, where she just fell on the ground. (laughs) (laughs) If she would have been jokey like that throughout the whole thing, I would have been like, oh, okay, that's funny, bitch, day. Yeah. At least she did something, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but she didn't. She was just like, yeah, at the end. It was and I'm not I'm not totally convinced that it was meant to be funny at first. I feel it was meant to be sincere. She realizes she was losing it, so she went funny. Yeah. And uh, then we go. Any other final? Going into the finale, Hilka, any final thoughts? And what are you thinking going into the finale? You're like, okay. like. Well, I think Envy's going to win, but I'm starting to... My favorite start is starting to be Jane J.K. When are you starting to be? You've been thirsty for this Janie since episode one. No, I, I never rooted for her as a queen until last episode. When she did the lip sync, that was good. I don't know. I, 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 smell, I smell stunt show shenanigans and uh, Tom Ford. <laughs> okay. So uh okay, well what do you, how are you gonna celebrate your Halloween, Hilka? Um Are you gonna watch nothing. scary movies? We're gonna watch the Golden Girls. The Bond Girls? The Gon sorry, Golden Girls. Oh the Golden Girls. Oh what episodes? Uh, wherever I was I'm on season two at the moment, so we'll see. Are you excited about was. Shady Pine season two? Yes, of course. Absolutely. Do you listen to Shady When's Pines? Hundred percent. Yeah, I got all the drama, all the Buhecker drama. I got all the. I thought Adam was really good on it. Oh, Adam Burns, are you a big Adam Taylor, Burns fan? Yeah, Taylor, yeah, yeah, Taylor was great. Yeah, yeah. No, I listen. I'm a massive Golden Girls fan. More oh, than you drama are. Even, so. so, do you yeah. like my little displays here, the tiki mugs and the little? Oh my! Oh, they're the Golden Girls. I hadn't yeah, realized. I'll, I'll move the box later some other time. But like, oh yeah, it's the Golden Sorry. Girls tiki mugs, Golden, and there's even like little Golden Girls bookmarks you can't see, and the little um. Golden Girls, whatever they're called, uh, the Funko Pop dolls are covered right now. You can only yeah, see Dorothy yeah, yeah. and Blanche, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, so, anyway, we'll bring them up some next week. I will. All right, we will see you next right. week for the big finale yes. of Drag Race Holland, and we'll find out next season who your co-host for Drag Race Holland season two will be, won't we? Brilliant. You're gonna, you're gonna name her. Name her. <laughs> Okay. All right, wait, hold on for a second. I gotta do the whole music thing and stuff like that. Um, is that right? Oh, yeah, here we go. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Official oh, music. Yeah. That's gonna do it for this week's episode of Drag Race Holland. Be sure to join us next week for the season finale of Drag Race Holland season one. But until then, for Hilka Friesendorp and myself. That's hard. I decided it's offensive when I try and do it. I feel you get I really. I feel you get mad. No, you're always mad. like you get like the sour look on your face, and you go, "I don't know what you're saying." <laughs> That's not true. Right. I have been nothing but helpful and friendly. All right, goodbye. Have a happy Halloween. All right, bye.